Hey guys, welcome to the weekly podcast of Encounter Church, Sedalia, Missouri. It's our prayer that this message is a blessing and an encouragement to your life. If you want more information about Encounter Church, please go to our website, encounterchurch.ag. Thanks again. Enjoy the message. Uh, but I've known Jessie for a long time and super excited that she's on the mission field, super excited that we've been able to partner with her as she goes to Honduras, to Tegucigalpa and the, the surrounding areas. And she's going to share that this morning. And she's got her missionary dog with her, right? Zoe's here someplace, right? Oh, wow. She's like hiding under the seat. All right, Zoe is here with us as well. But if you could, can you give a warm Encounter Church welcome to my friend, our friend, missionary Jesse Harshbarger. All right, there you go, my friend. I'm gonna take my faith promise card here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Thank you, Encounter Church. It is so good to be with you this morning. It's like coming home. Pastor Chris, it's coming home. I don't get to say that lightly, but you guys have some phenomenal pastors. I want to tell you a little bit about my family, so you're going to get to know me just a little bit more this morning. I come from a very large family. Take your breath in a minute. I have 18 brothers and sisters. But hold on a second. Let me tell you a little bit of this story. At the age of eight, my mom and dad became foster parents. There's four of us that are biological, and throughout the years, they've adopted 12 kids. If you can add really fast, that's 16. And you're like, well, where do the rest of them come from? Well, mom and dad are in the process of adopting three more kids. So I stand before you, I'm about to have a three-year-old little brother and a four-year-old little sister and a 17-year-old sister. I tell you this just to tell you a little bit about who I am, how I grew up. My parents were foster parents my whole life. From the time I was eight to the time I was 18, there were 300 kids that came in and out of my house. It was training ground for what God has me do now. It taught me how to love unconditionally, guys. One thing that I learned about these kids that came in our house, they weren't always perfect kids. None of us are perfect. We all come from, from some homes that are broken, some homes that, are, that, that mom and dad love Jesus, but some of us come from these homes that maybe one parent loves Jesus, maybe one parent doesn't love Jesus. That's my home. My mom loves Jesus. My dad is against anything that could have to do with Jesus. But look at the love that my dad gave throughout the years. One day, one day he will learn to love Jesus. One day he will come to know Jesus. Something I learned along the path, though, it's not me that's going to do it. Guys, you might have some unsaved family. It's not always going to be you that leads them to the cross. If you are a fixer like I am, That's hard to swallow, but it is the truth. I'm speaking truth in there. God had to speak this to me just this last year. Jesse, you're not the one that's going to lead your family to me. Because I came off the mission field back in December, last December, and I found out that none of my siblings are serving Christ anymore. 
Can you imagine the brokenness of going, I failed. Like, how can I even, my dad doesn't serve Jesus. Now my siblings don't serve Jesus. What am I, how can I go and be a missionary? And God spoke very clearly. Jessica Darling, it's my middle name. I am sending you to other people's family. And I'm going to send other people to your family. So I have to be obedient in the call. Now, part of my call comes when I was eight years old at kids camp. If you guys don't send kids to camp, if you're sitting there, you're like, I don't have kids. I, I'm not going to say, you know, I don't have to send them. You do. Step up. Sponsor a kid to go. Sponsor a kid that has never heard the gospel to go. Because at eight years old is where I heard Jesus say, I want you to be a missionary. Eight years old. And here I am. Estoy aquí. Speaking really bad Spanish, but all for Jesus. <laughs> okay, I have, some, I have some things to show you. Hey, um... Dustin, can you help me out? I want you to visually see for a minute what life is like as a missionary. I want you to just picture with me for a minute. Here I am, a missionary. That was a really light box, buddy. Here I am, a missionary. I have my luggage here, right? I have this. Can you give me that backpack too? Pretty please. Good job. Good job. Thank you. So you see me. Oh, sir. Sir. Here. Here. Listen. Always tip. Always tip. It's a dollar a bag. I might have shorted him a bit, but it's okay. Super light. Now listen. Right here what you see is what I take with me. Right here, what you see is my life. And Zoe. So when you see this crazy lady running through the airport <laughs> with all this and a dog, <laughs> maybe you should help them sometimes. Because <laughs> it's really nerve-wracking sometimes. But legit, this is, this is what I take with me. I have a carry-on. I have my backpack that usually has my computer in it. And then I have two check-in. It's all allowed on planes now. Could you imagine right now shoving everything that you have into that? It's crazy to think. Now listen, next time you think about blessing a missionary, remember this and what you're wanting to bless them with. One thing that I know that you could really bless is good luggage. But just remember that this is what we have. And I love special things. But also remember what we pack in this is super important, right? You think of every little detail, every little pound, every little ounce makes a difference. You want to believe the night before a flight, you go to weigh your suitcase and it's, it's 52 pounds. And you're like, man, I got to take two pounds out of that. So you are, you're, you're digging through and you're like, okay, I got this. I can, I can take a little bit out of here and maybe shove it over here or, or yeah, 
I guess I really don't, I guess I don't need that deodorant, right? <laughs> I, maybe, maybe the toothpaste I could put in my carry-on, but through experience, just so that you know, it can't be a big one. <laughs> they threw three of mine away one time. It's devastating for a missionary when you like certain toothpaste. You think, ah, it's such a petty thing. Trust me. There will be little things that you would miss when you're on the field. And sometimes it's just that favorite toothpaste. Or maybe that, that amazing deodorant. Or, or maybe it's that Reese's peanut butter cup that in the States is 99 cents. But when you get overseas, it's 4 dollars or maybe it's a box of cereal because you're like, man, I really like, like cereal a lot. Amanda, I, Amanda has been with me overseas and we went to the store and we're like, we're going to have cereal. A box of cereal, cereal can cost anywhere from $15 to $20. You start to evaluate what's important. What can I live without? What is important? Now, let me back up a minute, because we talked about my call to missions, and we talked about God calling me at the age of eight. But listen, some of us are a little stubborn. I will be the first to tell you I'm stubborn. I will be the first to tell you that God has told me time and time again, hey, Jesse, it's time to go on the mission field. And every time I was like, but God, I, I don't want to go alone, so he's like, any good dad? And he say, okay, fine. You can go in this store, you can go on the mission field. And I'm like, okay, we're over here because I don't want to be over there by myself. About three years ago, I was a preschool director, a summer camp director, really involved in my church. I loved life. I loved ministry. I loved everything that I did. And I remember one morning I woke up and I said, is this it, God? There's got to be more to life than this. And I felt like that was God's cue of saying, it's time. Three months after making that comment, my life came crashing down. We think it crashes down, but it all began I decided it was time to do missions. Had a friend show up at my door with this 10-week-old puppy and say, hey, I know that I don't believe in God, but there is this voice. And I've heard people say that they've heard the voice of God, and this voice said, this is Jesse's dog. And they hand me this 10-week-old puppy that I said I never wanted another dog again. And I'm like, well, they can hear clearly, clearly from God, and, and they're atheists, so <laughs> okay, bring it on. <laughs> well, that's how Zoe came to be with me. But it was God's reminder to me, Jesse, I'm not sending you alone. I'm sending Zoe with you. I'm sending a dog with you. I tell people a lot of time it's probably prep for a husband someday, but we'll just leave, we'll just leave that comment right there. So now I loaded up my suitcases, December 2017, all two of them, and I set out. But let me tell you, it reminds me of the story of Moses. You guys know the story of Moses? Moses was a baby. 
He grew up in the palace. Moses fled from, from the palace because he ended up killing somebody. And we find Moses in this town. And all of a sudden, in the distance, Moses sees this bush burning. We're in Exodus 3, if you want to go there. But I'm kind of, I'm going to paraphrase this story for you a little. So Moses sees this burning bush. And like anybody, I don't know, I guess I would be curious as what was going on. Because he's like, it's burning, but it's not burning. So he makes his way over there. And he hears, Moses, Moses. Moses says, here am I. <laughs> and then God tells him to do something. He tells him to take off his shoes for you're standing on holy ground. This leads me to my suitcases. Like any good woman, we pack the important stuff, right? Correct? Let's see what we got in here. Because, you know, we are missionaries in Honduras. We do need snow boots, right? That's what I thought. I mean, snow boots are like a perfect thing to have on the mission field. Snow boots help us track in places, track through the snow, go places that we could never, ever go. Well, maybe not in Honduras, but we needed it a few weeks ago here, correct? We got a lot of snow and, and I also know, like, there's other, let's see, what else do we got in here? Ooh. Oh, okay. You know, you always have to make sure you have the right shoes for the right outfit, correct? The right shoes for the, because, I mean, who's going to hike the mountains? Not these, but we do need them. Like, there are, there are people that love these. I'm not one of them, but, and then what, here we go, here we go. What about Crocs? They're for everything, right? Every, everybody probably owns a pair of these, right? Everybody say amen. Okay. <laughs> I forget we're not in Rala. Let's see what else we have in here. What about, here we go, here we go. Army boots. Mm. Army boots. Man, there's some good people that wear army boots. There's some really good men and women that protect our country that wear those. Those are some good boots. They take people somewhere. See what else we got in here. You know, I thought we would get like deeper and get to some good stuff. And oh, yeah. My favorites tennis shoes. They can last long and you can be within them for anything, right? They can take you different places on a normal basis. Everybody has a pair of tennis shoes here in the United States, right? I have a couple pair. I love my tennis shoes. Let's see, what else? What else we got in here? Ah, this is perfect. This is good. This is good. 
Dustin, did you get my bag? Dustin, what are these? (laughs) Dustin? (laughs) Well, some people wear these, right? Some people need good slippers. Oh, don't let Zoe see them, though. (laughs) Zoe really (laughs) likes these slippers. Maybe Zoe put them in there. Who knows? But people, (laughs) she's like itching to come up on the stage now. She's like, hold on a second. People, people wear those, correct? What about, to Walmart. You guys watch, look for Dustin. He may have them on. These right here are some of my favorites. These are what we call rain boots. Do you know, want to know why these are my favorites? I hike many hours in rain boots. And you're like, are you insane? Rain boots, they are perfect when you're up in the mountains in mud and grossness because you can just rinse them off. And your feet just learn to adjust to them. I don't know how, but they learn to adjust to them. Let's see what else we got in here. We had all kinds. Ah, here we go. Flip-flops. Now listen, these particular flip-flops have been a little bit of everywhere with me. They have tracked up to the mountains with me. Because those showers that we all love so very much in the mountains, I would never stand barefooted in those showers. So those flip-flops are very faithful, correct? Now listen, there are all kinds of shoes up here, and all kinds of different people fill these shoes. You can look up here and probably relate in some of the things that you like, some of the things that you dislike, some of the things that you're like, there is no way that I'm ever going to wear a pair of those. There are holes in them, and bugs can get in them. There's no way. And they're ugly. (laughs) That's an opinion for some. Listen, if you remember the story of Moses, God told Moses a lot. He said, I want you to go back. I want you to free my people. This is what Moses said. Moses said, (laughs) hold on a second. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Wait a second, there's somebody way better qualified than I can be. I, I, you, there's no way, like, I can't do this. I can't, how do you, how do you expect me to do this? How do you expect me to go and talk to, to the Pharaoh, God, how do you expect me to go to Honduras and speak a language that I've never spoke before in my life? God, I'm all by myself. There's nobody with me. How do I go? Do you want to know how I go? Look at all these shoes. Do you see these shoes? You represent some of these shoes. Take a good look. 
Think about it. Some of you guys like the flip-flop. Some of you like the adventure going in the snow. But do you want to know what these shoes also represent? People that God has called. Who are you when you put these shoes on? What do you represent when you put these shoes on? Because after God and Moses finished their conversation, I'm pretty sure Moses didn't just leave his shoes there and just go on his journey. Moses put his shoes back on and went to go accomplish what God wanted him to accomplish. Guys, there there are many of us that look at some of these shoes and we're like, listen, Jesse, do you know who I am? I'm not qualified to tell people about Jesus. You want to know a secret? I'm not either, but I'm called and I'm obedient. I'm not qualified, but I'm willing. And I say, God, use me how you want to use me. Take my feet wherever you want it to go. Some of you guys are sitting there and you're like, Jesse, listen, I have lived in Sedalia my whole entire life. There is no way that I'm going to leave the boundaries of Sedalia. Do you want to know another secret? There are people right outside these walls that don't know Jesus. Missions is just not all around the world. God does call some of us to leave. He calls some of us to pack our life in these bags. And you will never hear me complain about these bags. Now, just know, though, I really don't take all these shoes. There's really important stuff that goes into these bags. But you'll never hear me complain about these bags. You know why? Because I'm grateful for these bags. Way back in the day when missionaries would go out, do you guys know what they would carry their luggage in? They would carry it in their coffins. Because they knew the sacrifice that they were making. Me? I live in a pretty good world right now. Let's be honest. If I go and jump on a plane right now in in St. Louis, I can be in in Tegucigalpa, Honduras by 1 o'clock this afternoon. Kind of nice, right? And then if we go a little bit further, if I already have a trip and have everything planned out, because Latin America is, time difference is a little different. Everybody's just a little bit slower, Uh, just a little bit. You you would say, okay, we're going to meet at 5, and everybody shows up at 6 or 7. It's the truth. It's where God called me. I have to learn to love it. Pray for me for that because I struggle. I struggle with time in Honduras, but this can be a whole nother story. But then if, if I land at one, I could, I could be in a vehicle, drive to the Paducah River in four hours, so be there by five. I can get in a boat. Ooh, five o'clock at night. 
Okay, we could just go with it. I can be in a boat and travel anywhere from two to seven hours upriver. And I can be in a destination at least by tomorrow. Our world is so different. There's endless possibilities. You know how in the Bible it says, to the ends of the earth? Listen, we have people willing to do that. You have missionaries from your church that are going out saying, send me, God. I will go. I will put on the boots and I will trek the mountains. I will put on the sandals and go in the city. I will go. But then you have others that just want to sit. It's comfortable. It was me four years ago, guys. I love Jesus. I served him. Pastor Chris and Angie could witness. They knew every ounce of me was sold out to God. There's a difference between serving Christ and being obedient to him. Sometimes we need to step out of our comfort zone because God's needing people to put on shoes for him and go to others. Amanda and Dustin, you guys put on these boots. There are people on base that need to hear the gospel. They need to see Jesus through you. I can't put on these boots and do that. I can't even get on base. I can show them my ID and say, hi, I'm a missionary. Can I come on base? And what are they going to do? Nope, sorry, you have no authority here. But you do. Your life represents Jesus by these shoes. There's all different shoes up here that are showing us different ways that we can go out and preach the gospel. You guys have this thing called faith promises. People are like, I don't even get this. What's a faith promise? Let me tell you what a faith promise is. It's you putting on your shoes And looking over and saying, my alarm just went off. (laughs) Hold that thought for a minute, because it is 10.02. And so do you know what 10.02, you get to pray with me real quick. We're going to take one minute, and I'll explain why. Let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, at 10.02 every day, missionaries gather to pray for more workers in the field. It says in Luke 10. Two, that the harvest is ready, but their workers are few. God, I gather today with Encounter Church. God, I gather today praying for more workers, not just more workers around the world, but specifically here. God, specifically here, specifically in the church plant that's going to happen on Easter Sunday. God, you are doing big things. I pray for more and more workers. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this faith promise, I kind of explained in my prayer what all that meant. We do as missionaries, we gather together, we always pray at 10.02, set your alarm, pray with us. We need more people to, willing to put on more shoes to go out. This faith promise, it's very significant. I put on some of my favorite shoes. Some of my favorite shoes are these boots right here. 
I trek out into the mountains of Honduras. But even as a missionary, I need to look and see who can I partner up with? Who, who can I help go somewhere else? And that's what they're asking you to do. To believe in the missionaries, 70, how many missionaries? 70 missionaries. Do you realize all the different places that you're reaching? 70 missionaries need you. Listen, I encourage you today. Your, Pastor Chris is about to come up here. I encourage you to step out in faith and go beyond what you think that can happen. Go beyond the number that you're like, ah, I'm really, I'm comfortable with that number. I know we can do that number. Go beyond the borders because God's waiting to bless you. Listen, when you give, the blessing comes back. When you look at shoes, be the shoes, but also be the ones that support other shoes. Be that kind of Christian because it's who God wants us to be.